Welcome to Saltivation. The Saltivation Show is a podcast series featuring the leading voices in salt, where we talk about the issues and strategies to help you make sense of state and local tax. So, hey, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hello. Hey, gathered everyone because I wanted to talk about a topic that I think we all deal with on a regular basis. Um, that's a voluntary disclosure agreement. So, I wanted to chat about what exactly is a voluntary disclosure agreement, like what's a VDA, and why we would want to recommend a VDA to a client. So, I don't know, either, either one of you, Alex or Meredith, want to chime in? Sure, Alex, you want to start? Oh, great. All right. Well, no, I'm happy to go. So a voluntary disclosure agreement, a agreement that most states have at the administrative level with the Department of Revenue that uh, allows a company to voluntarily and sometimes anonymously come forward and disclose uh, their noncompliance Uh, in return for a break on penalties and a break on look back period. So what that means in, in, in English, uh, is that you, you've been bad and you can come forward and approach the state prior to them catching you. Uh, and in, in return for that, they will usually look back only about three or four years generally speaking, and make you file three or four years of back returns, pay the tax, pay the interest, and then they'll waive penalties. And um, be a so, good taxpayer going forward. And be, yeah, correct. Um, so it's a pretty sweet deal uh, if your facts kind of line up, right? So if you've only been in business about a year, then maybe a VDA might not be the best. Again, maybe, maybe it still is a good value. If you've been in business 50 years, a home run. You should do it. And thank your lucky stars that you haven't been caught already. But that's that's a VDA. Meredith, anything to add? Yeah. So I think what that does is, and where we do them a lot, is when clients have kind of gotten caught in one state and they're like, oh, like, wow, that was a really big pain in the butt to fix eight years worth of, of issues in California. I know I've been non-compliant in all of these other jurisdictions for a long time. How do I fix this and not have to go back eight years? So that's, or, you know, it's a legal agreement that kind of provides documentation at some point in time that says, hey, I took my taxes seriously. I'm I'm good now with Arizona. So I can provide that in due diligence, in funding, in acquisition activities. So we do a lot of, I would say, kind of cleanup and remediation as a result of of due diligence, either on the on the okay, we want to sell in a year or we want to go public in a year, and we know we have this past that's bad and murky, or they got bought, and as part of this, they had this giant escrow for what they weren't doing, and then we're fixing them, you know, post acquisition, so that their new buyer doesn't have to, and they still get to control their narrative, which is another part that you know you get to come to the state with your facts, with your circumstances, with your taxability decisions, and present your case to the state and get that buy off working directly with an agent versus either on an audit where things can be a little bit more combative, there's a little less capacity and a little less friendly 
on kind of the reactive side versus the proactive side? Yeah, states, I mean, we we found that, that states are much easier to deal with, uh, again, kind of painting with a broad brush here, but states are much more easy to deal with under a VDA scenario than if if they caught you, right? If you received the Nexus questionnaire or or if you're even being audited, you know, it's it's not that it's hostile, but there's definitely kind of this undertone of of a gotcha, right? So you're either approaching on your terms or you're being reviewed on their terms. Yeah, and I and I also think that um, kind of what both of y'all have said, I mean, it's a good deal because pretty much at the end of the day, you know, generally they'll waive the penalty. And then sometimes some states like Texas will waive interest. And so pretty much the cost of, it, you know, paying for a voluntary disclosure agreement for us to, you know, negotiate that agreement as well as provide, you know, that self-audit to a state, I mean, it pretty much pays for itself. So I think that's probably another great reason why, uh, you know, a client would want to do it. Um, so without getting into the specifics of, of pricing, because we, we do price VDAs um, individually by state and, and, and you know, and, and very heavily dependent on the fact pattern. How do you how do how do you guys do your pricing? How do you evaluate pricing versus from a from a, the perspective of is the BDA worth it, right? Because there's a there's a professional services fee associated with negotiating this legal agreement and then and then going through the various um, elements of of meeting the the terms of the the VDA process. So how do you kind of how do you tip the scale typically? I mean, I would or how think- do you advise? Yeah, and I think it really you know depends on the process at the state level, right? Or even the local jurisdictions such as in Colorado with the home rules. I think it really depends on, you know, what that process entails, right? It's pretty much are we having to fill out a ton of forms or are we having to, you know, answer or provide a narrative? I think the timing factor plays a big role as well as our clients or you know that prospective clients situation because if we're dealing with like bad data we can't really do the self audit efficiently obviously that's going to take you more time so in those you know cases where you're spending a lot of time looking at client data or their their facts aren't clear when we're coming forward i think that that definitely plays like huge role in the cost well, and speaking to that kind of value component trend that you brought up early, we can, you know, you're almost automatically granted penalty waiver, you know, assuming you haven't collected non-remittent whatever without getting into too much detail. But we kind of see that penalties are about 50% of the tax that you are to remit, oftentimes being, you know, 5% per month capped at a certain amount for failure to file and failure to pay. So you're looking at kind of two 25% penalties, which is what you're able to go to get absolved, right? Um, so is there, you know, are our fees that can range, you know, anywhere from $2,500 to $30,000 for VDAs? Like they can be really expensive and time consuming sometimes. Like does that penalty waiver eliminate, kind of pay for that? you know, the fees associated with that, but also how long have you been in business, right? So we did a VDA for Colorado for use tax. This company had been around, this company predated use tax in Colorado. 
They had never done anything. So we literally eliminated 60 years of use tax in the state of Colorado and only did a use tax VDA for three years, which was maybe, I don't know, $5,000 that we remitted. So our fees were more than that. But if you think about like that backlog that we literally got permission to never have to do anything in, that yeah. value was there. The value is certainly there. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's, that's huge. I, I completely agree. Well, we've had clients in that same boat where they've been doing business in a jurisdiction for, you know, not, I don't know if I've had one, a client with 60 years of uh, risk, but yeah, like 20, 30 years even. Like, so the, the three, four year look back period is amazing. Um, though I think like Hawaii's look back period is like 10 years. So it's not always, yeah. you know, the best path to remediate, but I mean, definitely a great. A great option for many clients. Yeah, I think uh, Hawaii and then was it New, is it New Mexico? New I think Mexico is fairly long. And yeah, it's eight or six or eight. Yeah, yeah. But but those are the outliers. Generally speaking, it's three or four. Thankfully. Yes. Yeah. So I think that, you know there's a lot of there's a lot of things to think about. There's a lot of value, and I think where we you know, try to pride ourselves in our advice is like we're never going to make you do something that doesn't make sense. Right. We're, you know, we're not, we're going to encourage you to not lie on forms, you know, about the date that you started doing business. We're not going to advise you or we try, unless it really truly makes sense. Like we want you to get the value out of your money. And so we really come strategically and work with you on a state by state basis because, you know, we've also, Initial data says we should do an a VD in Indiana. When we look at things, it's like, oh, well, actually, these sales weren't in Indiana or, you know, there's a position that we can take. So we're not going to make you do something just so that we make money. We work hand in hand with you to make that best business decision. And so sometimes it is a VDA, sometimes it isn't. But it is always worth the conversation and our sometimes seemingly annoying questions. <laughs> try to get to that best answer for you and the best way to fix your problems and also spend your money wisely. Well said. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I think this was a great conversation. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Bye, guys. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended, nor should it be relied upon as legal, tax, accounting, or investment advice. You should consult with a competent professional to discuss specifics of your situation and the applicability of the information presented. 